This is a baby sleep podcast for parents by parents, occasionally functioning humans who really miss a good night Z's. I'm Kat Cuby, parenting blogger and journalist, and together with Sarah Carpenter, a pediatric sleep consultant, we are the Sleep Mums. We are five children deep between us. I managed to squeeze in three wonderful children. I got to put all my advice into practice. With. I think that should be squeeze out. <laughs> <laughs> So we know the eye-bag-inducing, tea-spilling, bone-crunching exhaustion of parenthood. But we also have the tools and experience that can help you and your family get more sleep. You are not alone in the 3am club. You're here to help. So you may have found this podcast because you have a new baby and you're exhausted. You may be knackered for a while and your little squish is bigger. Or you may be expecting your first, second or sixth baby. Whoever you are, we know that as a parent or parent-to-be, you want straightforward, non-judgy, I think that's a word, right, guidance about baby sleep. Each of our podcasts will have five things, just five, that will help you and your baby sleep better. So this is your crib cast for better sleep. So here's five things about the sleep mums. Sarah, do you want to introduce yourself first? I'm Sarah Carpenter, maternity nurse and paediatric sleep consultant. I trained at the prestigious Norland Nursery Training College, graduating in 1999 with distinction. Let's get a bit okay, Mag, about this. You guys are the nannies the royal family use. You might have seen us um, dotting around on various different news articles and brown uniforms with brown bowler hats. You're like modern day Mary Poppins. Yeah. After nannying for a young family, I turned my focus to sleep. Now, years later, I help support many families each week get more sleep and ultimately enjoy their journey into parenting. During that time, I've also managed to squeeze in three wonderful children who I got to put all my advice into practice. I think that should be squeeze out. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) The other thing about sleep mums is cat. Yeah, I've joked that we are like the Batman and Robin of baby sleep. I'm definitely Robin, I think. I'm your sidekick. Uh, but the only thing is, I don't think either of us are particularly enthusiastic about spandex. Yeah, no, I'll pass on that. <laughs> so yes, I'm a parenting blogger, not that keen on Lycra, TV presenter, broadcaster. And I don't know if you know this, Sarah, but I actually started my career working on BBC parenting programme Little Angels, which was kind of like a sibling to Super Nanny many years ago. Even before I had my own kids, I was interested in all of this stuff. I do actually remember that. That's one of the conversations that we had in your bedroom at 3am one night. At the 3am club. (laughs) I've also worked at MTV, walked red carpets, interviewed celebs like James Franco, but I think I'm just trying to make me sound cool, but all it probably does is make me sound really old. (laughs) Now I can mostly be found in sweatpants because I have two wee kids, a four and a two-year-old. That's enough about me. So the third thing about the sleep mums, you probably want to know how we met. When my daughter Indy was well six months old, uh, she was waking hourly at night. My days were spent pushing around the neighborhood in a pram, giving other parents the nod of the nap hopeful, you know, that kind of secret look that you give as you pass another exhausted person pushing a buggy, usually with a venti triple shot latte, sloshing it down themselves as they stagger down the street. You know that look? 
Sarah. I know it well. I've seen it well. I've seen it on many faces. That was my situation. And through friends, I was put in touch with Sarah as a sleep consultant to come and help me sort out uh, my daughter's sleep, which was um, impacting me so much. I was not in a great place. And I'd heard great things about Sarah. And then she arrived on our doorstep, eight months pregnant. And I thought, oh my God. She is an absolute trooper, especially when she said she was going to sleep on the floor. I was like, she's so much more <laughs> hardcore than I am. But I kind of thought you're going to need to be to sort out uh, my daughter, Indy, because I thought she was going to be like the hardest sleep nut for you to crack. I really thought this that she was bad. But then obviously from working with you, kind of common. Very common. More common than people think and not talked about enough, actually. So you must have turned up at lots of people's houses like me, bedraggled mum, desperate for some sleep, feeling like a total failure. What is that like? So that's what keeps me going, doing the job that I do. It's seeing the difference it makes to parents. When you turn up to someone's house and you meet them on the doorstep and they're crying and then you leave and they're smiling and you know that you are going to help me. them. <laughs> you know that you're going to help them enjoy their journey as parents more it's just the most rewarding thing and everybody needs sleep parents and babies I mean for all their mental development they need sleep now I know that you are really professional and so you obviously make all your clients feel very much loved and cared for but you know we became friends It became quite apparent very quickly, I think probably around about 3 a.m. on night one, that <laughs> we were going to bond over we her baby. <laughs> and uh, we became friends very quickly um, and then stayed in contact, obviously, after you were getting more sleep. And we started talking a lot about the work that you do and the work that I do and thinking that maybe somehow we could combine it. Then I had another baby, so you must have helped me to sort out the sleep of my daughter because I don't think I'd have gone down that, that route if, if she was still not sleeping. And, you know, with my son, those midnight conversations for us, although obviously clearly we were talking about um, how to help him to sleep better, we also started talking about a plan for a book. <laughs> And The Sleep Mums, Rita and Sleep, was born. I can't believe we wrote a book together. Yeah. And initially, it just felt like something that was never really going to come together. It was just chat. And then all of a sudden, we were meeting in Starbucks. (laughs) In the same outfits. In the same outfits. (laughs) I mean, I have to say, aside from the fact that clearly we have a wee bit of ESP going on, I think also it's the standard you know mum uniform I think it was jeans and like a Breton striped top and some like converse or something so I think we were probably wearing wearing the army the mum army uniform yeah we definitely wear that particularly. but we also are connect- deeply connected on a deep <laughs> of course I, I think that um you know I I felt quite strongly I'd read all the parenting books prior to meeting you and clearly lots of them have really good advice but a lot of them were not easy to read I thought this really needs to be way more set out because parents are exhausted they can barely brush their teeth or have a hot cup of tea you can't have these big tomes of like kind of occasionally judgmental (laughs) advice Um, that's just going to make them feel rubbish plus 
there's quite a weird thing, I mean, in parenting in general, but particularly in baby sleep, where you sort of have these two sleep camps. Definitely. There's so many camps and theories that you can follow now. And actually, it does just put pressure on people when, you know, if you're a little bit more open minded, then you can follow lots of different parts of each camp and actually relax a little bit more and enjoy it. Writing a book was obviously something that over the years I had thought about, but had always thought that I would never be able to get the advice that I wanted into it. But it was those discussions in the middle of the night after number two for you that it really became apparent that with your skills and knowledge, the two combined, we could actually narrow it down to get the important stuff in and also make it realistic. I think that's what was important to me. I didn't want it to be just another book it was about getting the real stuff in there the feelings the emotions it being okay to cry and it being okay to feel rubbish because we all do even those of us who have got the knowledge you know there are days where you don't want to be told to just put your baby down you want to be told it is okay to give that baby a cuddle and I think that's something that was really really important to me to get in there I felt quite emotional when you were saying that because that's totally how I felt too. But I also felt quite a strong desire to suddenly go, na 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 na. Your knowledge and expertise and knowing that we could create that book made me so passionate about wanting to get it done just because I wanted to get it out there for other parents. They deserve to have that information and be able to sleep better. Having said that, obviously, it's not like suddenly we get like 12 hours of kip every night. No, and that's the really important thing. People, you know, we don't want we don't want people to be led to believe that they're going to read the first chapter and be sleeping 12 hours because it's not like that. It's magic, though. It is a magic book. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me about the podcast. I love my job. I love being able to go to clients and speak to them and impart all my knowledge and make the experience better. This is completely out of my comfort zone. (laughs) (laughs) You're dead good at it because what makes you so good at your job is your ability to go into people's homes who you've never met before, usually parents who are really exhausted, possibly a bit hormonal, and put them at ease and to make them feel not just comforted, but also you give them the knowledge and you give them the support to allow them to feel confident in looking after their own baby. And that is an amazing thing. And that's why we're making this podcast because you're ace. Oh, total loving from us. (laughs) (laughs) And also a podcast follows some of the rules that we'll talk about later and that you're not going to have lights on for those night feeds so you can't read a book Mm. but you can listen to a podcast always bringing it back to the 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 techniques and the skills that's why we need you (laughs) so that's us the sleep mums it's lovely to meet you each of our podcasts will have five things that will help you and your baby sleep better you can listen on the night feed or wherever you want a wee bit of baby sleep support Think of us kind of like a shoulder you can snooze on. And if you've liked our podcast, please give us a review. Tell your parenting friends, your friends of friends. We want to help every single parent get a better night's sleep. Or at the very least, not feel quite so alone in the 3am club. And certainly not as judged. We're the Sleep Mums. 
we've got baby sleep covered. <laughs>